Welcome to the Maintainable Nails Podcast, where we explore the art of healthy and sustainable nail care with both industry experts and best-in-show upkeepers. I'm your host, Robbie Russell. On this episode, we speak with Duncan Thorpey, who is an inventor, esteemed entrepreneur, and a voice actor. Duncan joins us today from an undisclosed island off the coast of Northern Europe. Duncan Thorpey. Thorpe. Welcome to Maintainable Nails. We're so delighted to have you join us. Duncan Thorpe. Thorpe. Thorpey. Thorpe. 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 Why do you, I feel like we're getting off to a weird start. So, Duncan, if I can, that's, is that correct? Duncan, Duncan. that's right, Robert. So as you reflect on your time on the planet circling the sun, what do you believe are a few common characteristics of, dare I say, well-maintained nails? I think it's an interesting question, but I don't think that you're asking the right question, Robert. What you consider to be maintainable nails is an illusion. There's no point in in trying to maintain these nails that, that we have as humans because we've been doing it for centuries. And, you know, everyone, like you bite them or you have to trim them and it's just relentless and it's never ending. And it's it's essentially tyranny of the mammalian genetic legacy. And I don't think that there's any escape from it without a fundamental disruption of nail space um so when you say disruption i mean we have nails like it's just a fact like you've got fingernails toenails animals have nails most mammals to my knowledge have nails what, like what are you proposing we do differently like are we just remove nails do we even need nails genetically anymore you can't have a nailless person i mean i want you to close your eyes and imagine imagine trying to shake hands with someone who doesn't have nails, and I immediately want to throw up on that person. And that's not because I don't see them as as human. It's because they aren't human. So we can't just get rid of nails. What we need to do is move beyond human nails, mammalian nails, as you say, enter the future of nails. And so that's why I've taken 50% of the fortune that I amassed from my original company, Clicky and invested it into a new venture, hard-ass nails. Hard-ass nails. Hard-ass nails? Hard-ass nails. Hard-ass nails. Hard-ass nails. Oh, there's... Ass nails. Hard-ass nails. Okay. Ass nails. Um, and I've... Ass. Ass nails. Say it. Ass. Say it, Robert. Ass. Ass. Ass nails. Hard ass nails. So we can, I want to dig into that. But like what, how did you amass this fortune in the first place? So you can, you know, put 50% of that into hard ass nails. When I was young, every website I went to where I wanted to buy something, I realized I would have to click at least two links in order to achieve that. And so what I did is develop a system where you only have to click one link in order to make the purchase. And I patented the shit out of that. That is how I built my company, Clicky. And that was what led me to become the, well, I mean, I was going to say the richest person on earth, but really it's more than that. It's probably the most important person on earth and probably the most important person that's ever lived. It's very, I know that you're very influential and 
there's been a lot of criticism over about you over the years, and I know that you've part of the uh, agreement is that I couldn't discuss any of the current litigation um, for various obvious reasons. Um, we we don't need to get into that. Yeah, I would really prefer it if you didn't bring up any of the lawsuits against uh, against me from San Diego Zoo. And I know that you know in parallel, uh, people that are listening, you know, I know that you also had like a a short stint as a voice actor um, or a voiceover actor, and you had a shortly run late night series called Footy Talk, where you would discuss you know hand and feet care, but that was heavily criticized by the British tabloids and. So if anyone is familiar with your voice, and I know that our accents sound very familiar or similar, but I can assure you that we're actually many miles or meters apart from each other across the pond, which, but again, it is like, a, it's, it's bigger than a sea. It's like an ocean. So why pond? Does that bother you? Well, when you are, when your consciousness moves beyond the limitations that I'm sure that you've struggle to perceive then you don't really consider the the world to to be the countries and oceans more just resources that you can employ to uh and and almost you know spin on the on the wheel the mill of your intellect uh, to further the purpose of of life uh itself you mentioned you mentioned that show um footy talk that was really me trying to in, engage with the industrial nail machine as it as it was because I'd recognized this as a problem even in the very early days of, of my time at Clicky. I wanted to try and engage with with the existing players and, and see if there was a way that we could uh, deal with some of the fundamental problems that nails have. You know, they break all the time, they taste bad, uh, everything like that. But um, I mean, the, the very various scandals that developed just show uh these the vested interests and the lobbyists uh in this kind of in the corrupt you know swamp that is the existing industrial nail complex and that's why i had to move outside of it to truly disrupt the nail space with my um, hard ass nails innovation revolution so let me tell you more about what hard ass nails is because i mean i'm sure all of your listeners will have heard of it because Really, how can you not have spent so much money on marketing anyway? But why bother trying to maintain nails at all? Wouldn't it be better if you had a nail that never needed to be maintained? A nail that never broke? A nail that never needed to be trimmed? Why are we laboring under these the tyranny of of having to like deal with these chores? And so I just don't accept that. I don't accept that limitation. So what I decided to do was replace all of my nails with uh, sheets of space-grown diamonds. Can I see them? Uh, it never breaks. I, don't, could, I know our audience won't be able to see this, but... Do you have some sunglasses? They're quite dazzling. Wow, and it's kind of like, like an interesting hue there. Like, there's like, well, maybe afterwards we could talk a little bit about what setups you have for webcams and during this pandemic, which I know hasn't really affected you for you had a vaccine early on, um, even actually before it spread. So, you know, it's, which 
which is another thing that the media has definitely been, you know, up in arms about with you. But um, anyway, so back to you telling us more about hard ass nails. I mean, what is, is your goal? The scandal with this, uh, I developed a vaccine myself using my own blood. Uh, and I did it on my private island. Totally illegal from what I understand. Yeah. I mean, so mostly it was my own blood. Some of it was, was blood from uh, a younger version of me from one of my clones. Um, but that's completely standard now. I, I, right. everyone in everyone in Silicon Valley has young blood these days. If anything, I'm the most ethical consumer of young blood that exists because I'm not sourcing it from anybody else. It's my own blood. It's like I'm not a cannibal. I'm, nothing goes to waste. It's nose to tail production on in that part of my island. Uh, but I'm not a cannibal if I eat those clones. It's me. You know, you can't. You're not a cannibal if you consume yourself. Anyway. This is not important, and I don't. I don't disagree with you there. That's. I can't really talk about it uh, because I'm here to talk about hard ass nails. Yes. So, in is do you fundamentally believe that we will be able to change the culture to be accepting of this idea of switching to a different type of nail? You know, I'm assuming there's a removal replacement process, and that procedure is going to take a lot of time to whether that could be like an escalator type of situation or something, but like, you know, like I've saw someone recently walking who had um, like an implant in their skull that made them look like they had a horn, you know, and I had seen that in the past over the years. And, but like, if everybody started doing it, it wouldn't look so, I wouldn't be like, Whoa, what's going on with that person over there? That's odd. How do you feel like you can do that quick enough so that we can get beyond that? What's like those are those those nails are distracting me or causing car accidents or becoming a problem for people? And do they do they grow at all or do they just stay static? And then how do you know what length to kind of fit at? Is that a permanent decision or can you um, adjust the length at some point? Well, we we offer a, a variety of different lengths. There's a 40 millimeter length and a 44 millimeter length, but really. I th- I, th- I think again you you're trapped in in the mindset of of how do we how can we how can it be like inclusive and how can we help people who aren't ready to be hard ass nails into this world and you know I I can't promise you that it that it's going to be an easy transition but it is necessary we're working on the process uh, all the time the survival rates are increasing which is a, a great sign but certainly not everyone will be able to join us on this journey. Uh, and that is unfortunate, but at the same time, fewer mouths to feed, uh, which is great because I can only grow so many clones of myself. I uh, also know that like, you know, you had commissioned a study for how nail growth impacts and like the, the, the problems it can cause, like, and then it's caused the international space station as an example, havoc, because like the, those, those scenarios where like they have to rigorously like vet potential, you know, astronauts or whatever they're called to make sure that they're not nail biters because then that stuff can get kind of caught in things or end up in food or just it's cause it's floating around and it just, just doesn't fall like onto a table, which then you can like swipe into your hand and take it to a trash can. This is becomes like a mess. Like how do you like manage that so like nail growth's different like it's much quicker i from what i understand in space nail space are you trying to prove that part as nails is a good product for astronauts i mean i think it's a necessary 
product for astronauts. Uh, certainly, all of the astronauts in in my in the space arm uh, of my conglomerate um, are required to go through this process, uh, and almost all of them have done it willingly. And it just eliminates all of the problems that you have with typical um, astronaut nail behavior, because you can't bite them. At least not until my diamond tooth uh, startup is ready. But until then, you know, you can't bite these nails. You'll just break your teeth. And and we have invested uh, a significant amount of money in dealing with broken teeth in space. So uh, this definitely progress. But I, I certainly, I mean, if NASA doesn't adopt this, I, I can't see them being in business in, in six months time. So, you know, I want, I want to take a, you know, back up a little bit earlier into, you know, into the Duncan Thorpe's uh, early... Thorpe. Duncan's uh, childhood. You had a very atypical childhood. I know that you had a speech impediment, um, and that was challenging. But also because your family didn't let you uh, go to a, like a public or even a private school, they, you, know, you were it wasn't homeschooled, um, but it, it was a kind of like a very atypical kind of education process there. From what I've read about you and in, in some of the autobiographies that you've written is that you were um, obviously fragile, if I can, if you don't mind me. I know we don't want to get a little sensitive here, but I know that you've worked really hard to um, become much harder. Over the years. (laughs) I know that you've worked really hard over the years at becoming harder, which kind of maybe leads to hard-ass nails. Ass nails. Hard-ass nails. I mean, if you could just share, like, for those listening who are kind of ruminating a little bit about, like, well, like maybe they're not going to be able to next next few years save up enough for hard ass nails uh, to to go through the procedure, you know, and it's going to take a career shift potentially for them to to get to that point. What kind of advice could you offer them on how to overcome that fragile, concerned person that they know that they are deep down? And one of the reasons why this is such a big topic on maintainable nails is that I, I fundamentally believe that people put like nail polish on their fingers, not to just cover up what's underneath their nails from their own view or from other people seeing them, but just to like, it's a way to kind of put a paint a facade over like the things that they're not willing to admit. And I think what you're doing is really inspirational. So I just wanted to kind of at least say that while I had an opportunity to speak with you. Uh, one of the benefits of, of diamond nails is nothing adheres to it. You can't polish these nails. You can't cover up anything on them. Uh, and so in doing so, everyone who has, um, who has gone through the process and survived has been forced in a very real way to confront their true nature because they can't hide it behind nail polish, behind any other kind of um, obscuring facade. And uh, yes, that's challenging, but everyone who hasn't been driven mad has come through it with a more determined outlook and ready is ready to, to take on any challenge that I might set them. You mentioned uh, the expense of it, uh, and certainly it is not a cheap process, but we're coming up with new ways every day to make that easier for people. For example, one way that you can you can get a, a set of uh, diamond nails completely for free is just by signing up to my uh, Mars colonization program. And diamond nails are going to be more important than ever once we colonize Mars, once we become a multi-planet species, 
because we don't really know what is on Mars. We don't know what the Martians want. We don't know how they think. We don't even know if they are consumers mm. or if they have you know, uh, an economy that is compatible with ours. And so all of our colonists need to be prepared to defend themselves. Yes, yes. At all times. Uh, and one of the best ways of doing that is by relying on the original purpose, the, the idea of nails, uh, which is as a, a means of self-defense. It happens that the way that evolution has implemented them is, is flawed, and I'm, I'm here to correct that flaw. It's very inspirational, and I think you know, work, you're working on all these initiatives in parallel. One of the things that's always been really kind of surprising to learn about you from your autobiographies is just how few people you have in your close proximity in terms of people to like delegate things to. I know that you have an active hand in a lot of things in parallel. And it's, it's always been really impressive that you've been able to balance that, move these things forward um, and taking such an active role in helping progress human race beyond our own current constraints and capacities here on planet earth. Um, We'll be back with our interview with Duncan in just a moment. Hi, it's me, Robbie. It's me, Robbie. I wanted to take a moment to say thank you for listening to the Maintainable Nails podcast. If you're finding these inspirational conversations inspirational, please consider sharing a link amongst your peers and letting them know just how inspirational they are. Also, write a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Four. If you're going to do less than four, don't bother. And with that, let's return to our interview with Duncan Thorpe. Correction. Thorpe. And so I think that, you know, as the, the, the time like, like that it takes, say, Mars on Mars to circle around the sun, it's going to be different. And so does nail growth different there, which I think is why you're, you know, working on hard as nails is a thing that um, to, to, to introduce your um, constituents to. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> I think you're giving the audience a lot to really think about and reflecting on, you know, if you're going to save up for this and you're giving some good options there, like you can join the, where can they go sign up for that? Um, is that through Clicky or is that through a different venture? You can add it as a, add it to your basket in Clicky Prime and we will come and, and collect you for free. Another way you can do it is by uh, signing up on hardassnails.nails. We will dispatch um, uh, an easy uh, genetic blood test um, that we can use to determine whether or not you are the right uh, fit for any of our programs. Uh, it could be the Martian program. It could be our subterranean program. It could be our high altitude program um, where um, we are trying to uh, synergize um, pilots and drones in in a way that can really revolutionize our delivery arm uh any any of these programs um you might be selected for based on the results of, of your test uh and all of that is is completely free um you know i'm not making any money out of this um cer certainly there, there will be profits on on mars uh for me um but uh it's not about me it's about the species and uh i just you know, I wouldn't say I've been chosen because I don't. I don't really believe in in those kind of things. But it's absolutely my destiny to uh, to lead us into the future. That's 
for those listening, I hope that you've had an opportunity to kind of reflect on your own existence and what you're like and asking yourself, what is your destiny? I really appreciate Duncan coming and talking with us about this. You know, one quick thought I'd be, it would be doing the audience a disservice if I didn't bring this up, but I know that like you've been very concerned about how we've used the same word nails for different things, like a hammer and a nail versus nails on, you know, on your fingers and toes. And you've, you wrote an article about how this international space station has zero nails because everything's wrenched using screws, things like that. And they don't use any nails there because there's, there's a worry about um, gravity forces that work there and stuff or not, or do you need to bring a nail and a screwdriver to the international space station? Where are you at right now with uh, helping with the, the renaming of nails on earth? And do you think nails will be necessary? Like hammer and nails will be at all used in the future or are they kind of a dying breed of nails? I, nails are, are are certainly an archaic fastening mechanism. Uh, obviously, within months, everything is going to be three D printed. No nails uh, required, and then and then, as you say, we can finally start having a conversation about nails, where we really are talking about fingernails and toenails and nothing else. But um, we have a we have a lot of excellent marketers working on this problem. My favorite alternative is the uh, unistaple. Um, but really, I, 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 th- I think uh, construction nails are, are irrelevant. And in, in months, people will have forgotten they even exist. I, I, I definitely agree with you there. So, Well, thank you, Duncan Thorpe, for joining us on Maintainable Nails. Thorpe. Thorpe for joining us on Maintainable Nails. It's been such a delight. It has happened. Thanks, Robert. How much editing do you want to do? <laughs> well, the editor is going to take care of this for us. So, um... <clears throat>